Hello, I'm Enero, and this is Side Piece Season. Take a second. Let it sink in. It is exactly what you are thinking, but also not exactly what you are thinking. That said, let's get into it. For those that don't know, a side piece is a person that you have a relationship with outside of your primary relationship. These relationships are not limited to marriages. And surprisingly for some, they are not always even sexual. Most of you have heard the term emotional affair. By and large, these relationships are relatively short-lived. They're not built to last, hence the term season. So there you have it, side piece season. And what are my qualifications aside from living a long time? I'm a registered nurse, a divorcee, an Air Force veteran, and I have a lot of friends that have been in triangular relationships before. What I am not, repeat not, are any of the following. I am not a counselor. I am not a psychiatrist. I am not a psychologist. I'm not a therapist of any kind. I'm not a shaman. I'm not a man of the cloth. I'm not even a fortune teller. We are going to be discussing some serious matters. Some situations that might require professional assistance. If you need help, please seek out a professional. They're there. They're trained. Don't go at it alone. Okay, here we go. Welcome to Side Piece Season, Episode 2. Hope this podcast finds you well, wherever you are, whatever you're doing. Today, we're going to start a six-part series of why she side-pieced up. And we're starting the series out with loneliness. Loneliness is major. Of my three personal side piece adventures, loneliness was responsible for two of them. Anecdotally, big numbers. But also, loneliness is just huge in our society right now. And how ironic that we have more and more ways to stay in touch these days, but we're actually less connected now than ever before. I'm sure you know somebody that has hundreds of friends on their Facebook, but yet they have no real connections with anybody. Everything is very superficial. Connection is key. We are social animals. We evolved for tribe life. Loneliness, it's very powerful. It's no exaggeration to say that this one is a killer. Loneliness can take you to some dark places. To be clear and exact, I'm not talking about just being alone. You can have some great times completely alone. Loneliness, well, I would bet to say that nobody has ever had any good times while they were feeling lonely. Somewhere along the slippery slope to depression, you will find loneliness. And coincidentally, May happens to be Mental Health Awareness Month. So this is definitely appropriate for the topic. And no, I didn't plan it this way. So according to the Cigna U.S. Loneliness Index, 61% of American adults always or sometimes feel lonely. Always or sometimes? Wow. How did loneliness become such an epic problem? I don't know. But whether it's affecting you or your partner, it's here and it must be dealt with. Everybody knows how incredible it feels when you find a person that accepts you and just takes you as you are. But most of us are far too afraid to show that we want and need that. Instead, we try to hide from everybody, including ourselves. Sadly, sociopaths are the only humans that can claim to actually factually give zero fucks. 
In that regard, I raise my glass to them. I'm secretly envious. Hats off, sociopaths. Go on with your bad selves. To my eyes, there are two contributing factors to our loneliness these days. Two major ones, anyway. Uh, It's the attempt to be perfect and the desire to never appear weak. The ideal is to never make mistakes and to be perceived as strong. We look at vulnerability as worse than death, but vulnerability is necessary for us to bond and build relationships. I say that the more vulnerable you are with a person, the greater the level of trust. And trust will make all kinds of great things happen. In any case, we are seeking deep connection. I think we all aspire to that. But the modern age, we are pathologically connected with the preservation of our ego and our image, whether they're deserved or not. And being vulnerable? Eh, fuck that. So there we stand, unwilling to be real with ourselves. How are we supposed to get into a real relationship with anybody else? Vulnerability and compassion go hand in hand. If you're lacking one, I don't believe that the other will be present in major amounts. The tie-in to relationships is that there is often an unspoken expectation that your significant other, particularly in a marriage, is going to rid you of loneliness if it was a pre-existing condition and or prevent you from ever feeling lonely again until death do you part. A woman in a relationship where her guy is not doing his best to enhance the bond is actually going to experience an increase in loneliness. And guys, what do they know? We try to keep it cool. We put on airs. We live cliches. But what we don't get is any training on how relationships actually work so that we can build templates that are effective, at least speaking for myself. We're witnessing it play out over and over with others, and that leads us to make these errors and judgments and miscalculations that only enhance loneliness. If time spent together is important, your girl watching you play a video game doesn't do anything to build a bond. You are mistaking time and proximity for quality time. The two are very different and they're going to be experienced completely different between you and her. Listen, buddy, I'm here to tell your dumbass, your girl wants to be loved. Hell, really, she wants to be exalted. I think we all do. Do you think that she would decline being put on a pedestal? The longer that she feels secondary, less than, an afterthought in your life, the greater the loneliness and the greater the pain. If the roles were reversed, you would not be thrilled either. At least, most likely not. So now you're causing her to feel lonely. Nobody enjoys that type of pain. So her next move is to numb out. Now that could be more work, alcohol, drugs, sex, not with you, exercise, whatever, anything, dog walking. Um, But all these attempts to numb out the pain, they're wanting to eliminate it or at least mitigate it. Your inattention is making her feel less than. You just opened the door. All right, I'm going to give you a little bit of side piece science. We're going to talk about cortisol and dopamine. Cortisol is a stress hormone. It's associated with fight or flight. You've all heard of that before. Dopamine's kind of a good vibes. It's good, pleasant, happy, joy, all the good feelings. These two are inversely proportional. The more 
elevated her cortisol levels, the lower her dopamine levels. And loneliness is associated with elevated cortisol levels, which means less of the good time hormones circulating in her system. So when Cindy Lauper said that thing about girls just want to have fun, this is an example of that. Welcome to part two of loneliness. For all my players out there, these are your tips and tricks on how to identify her loneliness. When I'm on, I excel at two things, observation and conversation. And as a human, I have felt the impact of loneliness firsthand. I've also witnessed it manifested in others over and over again. So you want to know how do you use this to your advantage? Pay attention. No, no, not to me. Pay attention to her. There are signs. And as for tips and tricks, really, it's just developing the ability to be a successful conversationalist. Think about some of the foundational problems she's having. She wants to feel important. She wants to feel special. She wants to feel desired. She is likely stressed out. Her cortisol is high at baseline because loneliness has her feeling some kind of way. And that's not even taking into consideration her work and home life. She would love to have some fun. Just some laughs would be dope. She's going to respond to being seen as an attractive woman. Not a mom, not a maid, not a woman in a carpool, not a member of the rat race. You convey that you see her. That's going to leave a mark. And we haven't started in on her looks yet. Sheesh. Listen, I'm not the bar guy. I'm not a pickup artist. I'm not a Mac daddy. But I do have eyes and ears. I pick up on signals. On average, a woman that's unhappy in her relationship is not going to suffer in silence. Keep your ears open. If you hear her bashing her man and talking about the inadequacies. This is part venting, part attention supplementation because she's not getting enough attention from him. Therefore, she'll take it from wherever she can get it. Gents, this is also, at least subconsciously, advertising to the market. She's putting out feelers. The door is partially ajar. Shoot your shot. I don't care if you have corny pickup lines. I don't care what you do. I personally start off with, hello, my name is, and go from there. Whatever works, just start with the conversation. Be complimentary. Listen well. Be flirtatious. And let it flow. At this point, you're just gathering data. You're an investigative reporter. You gather the data. You establish the relationship. You establish interest. She may be at the early stages where the loneliness is tolerable and all she's really looking for is a quick little boost of affirmation that she still got it. And of course the aforementioned attention, let the conversation show you the lay of the land, just gather data. There are levels to the conversation that will let you gauge where you're at. By the time she's telling you her truest disappointments and fears, you know that you're well past the superficial level. Now don't expect this to happen on the first outing. The more times you're in conversation with her, the more likely the bond will start to develop. And you can thank dopamine and serotonin for this, because if you're good at the conversation, she will have spikes in both of these. She'll have good times just talking with you. Um, and this will elevate and lead you to be something that she craves, kind of addictive. If things start to move into a side piece direction, she will want to spend some time with you alone. 
So it may be a coffee date or a lunch date. That's not really important. What's important is that now she's comfortable with you. So things are progressing. A tip though, always keep flirtatious, <clears throat> excuse me, always keep the flirtation going. But don't get crazy with it. It serves three purposes. First, it establishes that you have in fact noticed how attractive she is and that there's a physical component to your attention. Two, closely parallels the first, but slightly different. You see her. If you've ever gone unnoticed or felt unnoteworthy in your life, then I don't have to explain this to you. But for those of you that have never experienced this, I doubt I could ever really adequately explain it. It sucks. That doesn't even begin to explain how it feels. At any rate, lastly, point number three, it's my blockade against the friend zone. Nah, miss, I'm not going into the friend zone. Thanks, but no thanks. Um, major point. The flirting needs to be unambiguous, but also not over the top. Why? Because she potentially has a lot to lose. She doesn't want a loose cannon. If you're flirtatious, but within boundaries, you're conveying the fact that you are discreet, but also that you are intent on doing some inappropriate things. Regardless, and no matter what type of relationship you're after in life, your language, messaging, and communication game needs to be stepped up a notch. It pays. I know when you heard me say tips and tricks, you were expecting some miraculous gimmick. Nope. Introduce yourself. Talk pretty. Listen. Communicate your message well. That's it. Side science break. Dopamine. Dopamine is the feel-good hormone. It positively impacts your mood and feelings and is involved in feelings of reward slash motivation. Your combos should be boosting dopamine. That's your goal. Part three, closing this thing out strong. This last part is for the guys that are in happy relationships and want to keep them going. You heard part two. Use all of that on your lady. Yeah, it works. It's not side piece specific. Treat it like you're trying to steal her. And you know, good things are going to happen, my friend. Good things are going to happen. That saying about familiarity breeding contempt, well, it's definitely something to that. Don't be lazy. Do not take your foot off the gas ever. Do the things. Loneliness is a beast. Do not allow it to torpedo your relationship. She's needing to feel special. Don't be a clown. Make her feel special. It's so easy and simple. I'm not saying be a doormat. Never that. But she can never doubt that she's the Bonnie to your Clyde. You can establish that without being, air quotes, weak. And don't give me that stupid ass bros before hoes shit. It's ignorant and off topic and we're talking about your girl, not a hoe. Also, you're a grown man. Stop parroting shit and think for yourself, for fuck's sake. If you implement everything from section two, I'm going to give you a couple other tips because you should be able to crush this if it's at all able to be crushed. You're the home team, so you've got the advantage. You have availability, familiarity, and proximity. Whew, you can kill it with that. If her loneliness comes from something 
Don't let it come from the lack of emotional support that you provide. You two join forces to be better together. Do it, good sir. Do it. She can't feel loneliness while she's feeling a strong connection. It doesn't work that way. That's all you have to do. Establish connection. Nurture connection. Maintain connection. Repeat. Go live with what you got and go hard. So do all the things that I mentioned in section two, but supercharge it by adding some things that a side piece can't do. Continuous PDA, public displays of affection. Quality time, max it out, get as much as you can. Help do all the five love languages. Buy the book, read it, download it, whatever. Learn what they are and use them. Holding her hand might be the missing piece to your puzzle. Washing the dishes on Fridays might be the thing that ratchets things up. A hug. That could be huge. It's simple stuff. But for some of you, it's going to be a struggle. No problem. Struggle with a purpose. Get it done. If you don't know how she likes to be touched or what acts you need to be doing or what words you need to be saying, have the conversation. Ratchet up your skills. Get that information. It's not about not being awkward or afraid. It's about acting from a pure place despite being awkward or afraid. Another thing, you're going to have to stop your fuck shit. Prioritize and balance. I'll tell you a little bit about my wife, ex-wife. Early in my marriage, we needed furniture. So the way it all worked out, I was in a job that paid more than what she could do. So I got a second job and I went hard. I was raised to equate care with cash. That was exactly the wrong thing for my ex. Hell, I didn't even like it, but I was just raised in that paradigm and didn't question it. And that's how I proceeded even though I didn't like it. My ex was a quality time, physical touch slash words of affirmation kind of gal. So I really missed the boat on that one. Uh, Furnished the house, we did some things, but I set forth a message that she wasn't as important to me as monetary gain. Now, I didn't have anybody to tell my dumbass any different. And at that point, I don't know that I would listen based on my ego. But that time could have been spent a lot better. And those seeds that I planted took quite a while to bear fruit, but they did bear fruit and the fruit was quite bitter. I do not recommend it at all. You're together. You're going to rely on each other. You're going to build together, hopefully. Use all the tools. Use all the tricks. Put effort into it. Don't be lazy. Don't confuse proximity with quality if you're not together interacting there is no connection so keep that in mind having said that that's it we're out of here i'll catch you guys again next week have a pleasant friday night an awesome weekend and make your week great talk to you then and keep your ears peeled because i will be doing a supplemental science one about all the hormones that matter to this topic anyway, here in the future. Take it easy, guys.